You're listening. You're listening to a University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. College of Arts and Sciences podcast. Joan Braun has a philosophy fit for the apocalypse. A recent graduate from the Department of Philosophy, Braun discussed some of her dissertation research at a conference in April 2013 at Villanova University called Apocalyptic Politics, Framing the Present. In this podcast, Braun talks about her research on Eric Fromm and how that research gave her a fresh perspective on the end of the world and its political implications. I'm Joan Braun. I just finished my uh, PhD. I defended in August. So this spring before you graduated, you went to a conference for philosophers of various stripes to talk sort of about the end of the world. Yes. <laughs> so would, you like to, would you like to elaborate? Sure. Yeah. So I think actually um, my research has been sort of about why it's dangerous to base radical politics on the idea that the end of the world is coming in a sort of metaphorical sense, because you run into these people who think, well, you know, if, if the economic crisis just gets worse, <clears throat> then, the, then the workers are going to rise up and revolt and everything will be great. Or if the ecological crisis just gets worse, then we'll have to start over and we can rebuild civilization from the ground up. And um, my research working on Eric Fromm and his writings in the 1960s is sort of an exploration of why that's a dangerous way to think about politics. And it doesn't mean that you can't have utopian aspirations, that there's this sort of change in history that's coming, that there's some great thing that's coming. Um, but thinking about crisis as, as the way to rescue politics, I think, is dangerous. Do you feel like that kind of thinking is sort of a cop-out? In a way, yeah, yeah. The hard work of organizing is reaching the masses. And if you think that all you need is a big catastrophe and that then people will rise up, then you get to say, well, it's out of my hands, I just have to wait for the big catastrophe to happen. You know, in at least a lot of fiction, the apocalypse is when everybody becomes very siloed and very isolated. Yeah. So did, yes. did any of your research kind of touch on that at all? Well, we're sort of obsessed with apocalypse right now. There are all these films coming out about apocalypse. Um, everything, you know, from, you know, we have The Happening, which is saying, well, you know... If Maybe nature will sort of save us on its own. <laughs> um, when people feel powerless, it's easy to become apocalyptic because you sort of despair and say, well, you know, something is going to save me, but it's not going to be me. It's going to be something that comes in from outside my world to rescue us, um, which, is a, which is a dangerous way to think because then you don't actually try to talk to people about what it is you think the world needs to do. Well, from what I understand, there weren't that many people that were asked to speak at this conference. Right, so it's kind of an honor for you to be invited to speak alongside these other folks. So tell me a bit about your research and, and kind of what you were there to talk about. Well, so I'm trying to bring Eric Fromm back to a certain extent, and that's already beginning to happen. Um, but Eric Fromm was part of critical theory. He was part of the founding of the Frankfurt School with Horkheimer. But the strange thing is he gets kind of written out of the history and the official story is something like, well, Fromm decided to be this flaky liberal, and he decided to wander off and talk about love, and he wanted to revise Freud, and so we didn't think he was a serious academic. And anyway, he was going to make money on psychoanalysis with his clients. But Fromm's story is that he was kicked out for being too Marxist. 
um, and that his radical politics were separating him from the Frankfurt School, which at the time was political, but it wasn't engaged in talking to people. It wanted to um, protect itself and insulate itself. The Red Scare was going on. It was very cautious. So Fromm was, was a radical thinker, and he wanted to write for the public. And he became very popular as a writer, sold many, many copies of all of his books. And in the 1960s, he starts advocating a return to the early Marx and looking at how Marx's writings on alienation could be used to establish a sort of third way um, between the Soviet Union and the U.S. and a sort of socialist humanist movement, as he called it. And as I was working on all this, I wanted to work on Fromm because I think Fromm was, was good and had a good take on Marxism and was dialoguing with religion and doing all kinds of interesting things. Um, but I, I didn't realize um, that there's this strange term, messianism, that he uses in the 1960s. And I was puzzled by this because it occurs in books where he's just talking about Marx and you know, radical politics and why is he using this strange theological term. And that sort of became my project for my dissertation, which I'm going to publish as a book, because actually what he's doing with that term is he's drawing a distinction between himself and others in the Frankfurt School and a lot of other thinkers who really saw um, this end-of-the-world vision as, as the way forward for politics. And he wants to say, no, we have to have a different kind of messianism, a, di- a kind of prophetic messianism that's interested in um, building a movement, working with the masses, that sees a fulfillment of history coming, but doesn't see it as determined or inevitable or a result of catastrophe. So that's what I've been working on. I'm trying to kind of bring Fromm back into critical theory and show that his work is serious, that it is left, that it's a serious Marxist analysis, and that it's relevant. And I think also this is a really good time for for the left to be thinking about Fromm, um, because we are sort of in a time of transition. I thought the Occupy movement was this very Frommian moment where people were, were talking again about hope and about utopia and how can we envision the future within the present, that we don't maybe need this sort of dramatic, radical break where we sort of break off from the past with this big apocalyptic event. So I think, it's, I think there is a rediscovery happening of Fromm, um, which, is, which is really important and it's been a long time coming. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Um, I'm trying to organize a conference on Fromm that I think will be probably coming together over the next year or so. So I think that's going to be important, um, and I'm excited about that. Thanks for listening, and thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Department of Philosophy for making this podcast possible.